0: Welcome to Inside the Markets with John McCloud. Each program, we will bring you insights from top leaders in business, real estate, politics, and more with the hope that experiences will provide you with the knowledge and understanding to help make your path to success a smooth one. All right, so welcome to another edition of Inside Leadership. We're here with Tara Smith, who is the operating principal of two Keller Williams Market Centers and a team leader for a third. You want to talk about having a, a really full plate. Absolutely amazing. Tara's got a lot of energy, and I think you're going to really enjoy listening to what she has to say, guys. So Tara, let me ask you, how did you choose real estate for your career?
1: Oh my gosh, that's that's a funny question. Um, so I was a stay-at-home mom, and actually dropped out of college, had my uh, oldest son when I was just over 19 and stayed home for almost 10 years with the boys. I have four sons and um, I thought it would be really fun to walk through houses. I'd always like, as a little girl, drew these little floor plans and had doll houses. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love looking at houses so much. Uh, This is probably a great career. And so I started these classes and I get in and I'm like, what the heck is all of this legal and contracts? And I don't have any idea how to sell anything and kind of came into a rude awakening, but just something that piqued my interest.
0: So it really isn't like HGTV.
1: (laughs) Not at all. It's hard. (laughs) I I mean, I learned very quickly. I almost failed out of the business uh, in my first three years. And it's funny the my third year, so my first year I sold two houses, which was my husband and I listing and buying a house. My second year I sold two houses, which was my sister listing and buying a house. Okay. Um, and so my third year I went and got a job, like a full time job. My kids were all in school, and I, um, it, I started in August. I was working at the school. And in September, I just, I I stumbled on three houses. I sold three houses and I looked down and I had made more money in the month of September than I was going to make the entire year in this full-time position. And I was like, what the heck are you doing? And and that was a turning point for me. You know, you
0: said something really interesting there. You stumbled on three deals in September. So what does that, what does stumbling on look like? You said you stumbled on it. Most people... Yeah. You know, sometimes even a blind squirrel gets a nut every now and then. So how did you stumble on three?
1: That's a great question. And to be really honest, I have no idea because, you know, my, this is like, I'm being true, transparent with you. My first eight years in the business, I was not at Keller Williams and I walked in, I was, I was in the top five for the top independent brokerage in our city Um, by, by eight or 10 years in the business. And I walked in to meet with a guy at Keller Williams and he said, what are your goals this year? And I said, I don't know, never set a goal. So like literally when I say stumbled into business, that, that was my business plan for the first eight to 10 years of my career was just like whatever fell in my lap.
0: You know, I guarantee you we're going to kind of circle back to this here in a few more questions. <laughs> so uh, that that's fascinating. And one of the things that you'll learn, Tara, if you don't already know, and everyone else is listening, everybody has a different answer. To what what the tipping point was for them. So, Man, I can really be successful at this if I just did this. So yeah. it's, it's really wonderful to hear that. So Tara, let me ask you, what's one of the best investments that you've ever made, whether it was time, money, into people, what have you?
1: Yeah, there are, um, to be just to, again, to be transparent, every bit of my time and money now is an investment in something. Like I don't waste time at all. I'm super time blocked. I, everything has a purpose, but if I was going to pinpoint something that I'm really proud of, um, in 2014, I got divorced and, um, that, that ended up taking, me about a year to get finalized in spring of 2015. I was a single mom with four boys, um, selling real estate, rebuilding my life. And I purchased a home for myself. And I went and found what I believed would be an investment, a future investment property. So I bought a foreclosure, put about 10,000 in it, did a lot of the work myself and, um, uh, about three months later, I bought a rental cabin, a short-term rental cabin, also a foreclosure. So I mm-hmm. think for me, that was one of the best investments I made because it, it taught me, even while I knew, knew the industry, it empowered me to, to do things, to, to be uncomfortable. And that was a season of my life that would have been very easy to sit back and kind of coast. And I think that a lot of times those are the moments where when we really dig in and we push forward, it really pays off. So those two properties, we just did uh, cash out refis with Keller Mortgage. I think I have 200,000 in equity in both of those. And those were nice. just me scraping pennies together as a single mom to like put something together for our future. So that's probably one of the best investments I made.
0: That That's fantastic. So uh, I'm hearing you, you, you bought the first one, And you've, that that it's not so much the return that the instant gratification that you got, but more along the education and the strength to believe in yourself, to be able to move that ball forward.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I I'll never forget. I mean, I'd sold, I'd sold hundreds of houses, but I'd never done it by myself. Mm -hmm. And I remember, and I have this, it shows up in my timeline. I have a picture of me sticking that key in that door. And I just, I, it just, I felt like I could do anything. I I, I really felt empowered. Like I could accomplish or do anything. It was really up to me to go, to go make it happen.
0: That's awesome. It was great. So Tara, what's one quirk or odd thing about you that most people may not know?
1: Yeah, I think the thing that, um, a couple, I'm going to give you two. Sure. The first one is, um, I grew up in a very, um, I have a, I grew up with a very strict religious background. So I was, I was Pentecostal growing up. And so I, I was not exposed to any type of like mainstream media. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a, there's a 10 or 15 year period of my childhood where like, I don't know all the cool 80s songs and I don't know all the cool TV shows because we just didn't participate in that. So that was like one thing that a lot of people, it's almost like I'm from a different era. Um, also, I'm an extreme introvert. And a lot of people are shocked by that on the, um, on the assessments, behavior assessments, scale of 1 to 10. Mm-hmm. I'm a 1 for sociability. ability. And, um, you know, I teach and speak and coach and, you know, and an integral part of market centers. I teach CE classes and what's kind of cool about that is I tell people, or actually I usually ask the room, how many of you are introverts? A bunch of people always raise their hands and I say, well, so am I, here's my, here's my ranking. Um, and people are just shocked to, to find out that like, I really enjoy sitting on my back porch, <laughs> quiet, <laughs> in solitude. <laughs>
0: It, yeah. You know, I I can completely understand that. It's, uh, uh, my, my biggest thing I love just sitting out back doing nothing, you know, watching birds fly by animals, go by whatever yeah. the case yeah. is. Uh, and, and most people wouldn't believe that about me either. So that that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. So Tara, what's, what habit do you have that most positively affects your life and your mindset?
1: Hmm. That is a great question. Um, I think that, uh, so back to the period of my life when I got divorced, that was a really tough period of time for me. And I spent a lot of time in inspirational quotes, um, just really working to keep myself in a good headspace. So I think one of, one of, uh, one habit that really uh, impacts me positively, especially my mindset is if I wake up and I'm not in a good headspace, I've actually trained myself like where to go and what to watch or listen or read to very quickly pivot how I'm thinking. Typically, if I can get into gratitude or empowerment, I can get into a really positive place. Um, and And I think that's a habit that I've created.
0: Excellent. And the decision behind that is where most people falter. You can't stop that first thought from coming into your head. What you do, the next step you take after that determines your outcome. And that, that is fantastic. I appreciate that. So what do you do to reset and refocus?
1: Um, I spend a lot of time on my back porch uh, in a rocking chair, (laughs) watching the birds go by listening to music. Um, I have spent a lot of time as I've grown into different opportunities and positions in counterbalance Um, actually did an interview with Gary uh, Keller a couple years ago, and we were talking about all the things we were doing in the market center. And he said, so how's your time? Are you in counterbalance? And I immediately just came back and said, no, it's great. I'm managing everything. And a year later, I looked up and said, holy cow, you've been in counterbalance for a very long time. Um, and so <laughs> I think just really, really learning to, I don't sit still well. So, so watching TV isn't, doesn't work well. Reading doesn't often take my mind off of things. Just for me, my sweet spot is sitting outside, turning on that music. And, um, I found that that's a, that's the best place for me to, to refuel.
0: Excellent. So what bad advice do you most often hear in our profession?
1: Um, I would say hmm, anything that is like standard or any advice that allows you to like be average uh, is, is really, really bad advice. I'm not a fan of mediocrity. I think that (laughs) games, you know, games, races, whatever we win in that extra mile and it doesn't take much at all to win. I mean, like if you look at 99% of people land, you know, in one spot, the ones that become the one or two percenters literally give one or 2% more. And, and just tipping point. Yeah. I mean, as an, as an operating principal and as a team leader, we can, I can look out into a room usually, and you can see the one or two percenters because they show up five minutes early and they stay 10 minutes late. They, 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 they make that one extra call. They go to that one extra class. They're reading three more books a year. I don't know, but it's, it's just the people that uh, don't settle for being okay with status quo. Um, I think anything status quo is bad advice. I would also say that a lot of people will get negative feedback at times in their life and they instead of letting that motivate them they let it deflate them. So bad advice is bad advice. Take that bad advice and go like I'm a big fan of watch me. So like if I have naysayers or people that are just like anything it's not possible or like you you're not going to be able to do it, then I just kick it to watch me mode and I'm like, "Oh yeah, watch me. I'm going to go figure it out." Awesome. So I think- and take bad advice and turn it into whatever we want.
0: Awesome. And, and Tara, last question for you is what book or books do you most often recommend and why?
1: Um, two books um, on the like kind of growth side. My favorite book of all times is Relentless by Tim Grover. Um, It is a a sports book, it's about Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant, and it's essentially how do you go from good to great to unstoppable, and it's about that extra mile. That one I use a lot on Audible when I'm feeling tired or lacking motivation, I'll get in there and be like, okay, let's let's go get this done. The other one for growth would be The Go-Giver, and in that book, it's about an hour and a half read, it's a little story about uh, they call it stratospheric success. And essentially, it's got a few laws. And the first law is um, always give more in value than you receive in compensation. And that book is just about kind of like outgiving the reward. And if you do that, your success is unlimited. Um, So those two are a couple of my favorites.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Well, we've been chatting today with Tara Smith, who's operating principal of two Keller Williams Market Centers team leader, former or current KWU master faculty. Uh, What else did I miss? Uh, A Maps coach. Uh, She's kind of done it all. And that's somebody who just stumbled on three deals in September. And all of a sudden, this incredible career has been in front of her. Tara, thank you very much for the time today. We appreciate you.
1: My pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thank you for joining us for another edition of Inside the Markets with John McLeod. I hope you found this topic interesting. Each show, we will bring you intriguing and relevant commentary from the top experts here in our market. If you have suggestions for future topics or would like to be a guest on the show, please email me at johnmcleod at kw.com. That's J-O-N-M-C-L-E-O-D at kw.com.